Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a weekly podcast about Italy. Today is Thursday, April 27, 2023. A study published a few days ago shows how agritourism in recent years has become one of the pillars of Italian agriculture. In 2021, it was worth more than 12.5 billion euros with a growth of 50% in the last 10 years and accounts for more than one-fifth of the total value of production in the primary sector. It is the most widespread related activity practiced by 38% of the more than 65,000 multifunctional farms, ranging from hospitality precisely to the production of renewable energy, the first processing of, of, of agricultural products or the processing of animal products, not forgetting educational farms and social agriculture. Young people stand out in the sector. Agritourism led by under 40 are 18.7% compared to 9.3% of farms in general, and they are more digitized, 61.7% versus 15.8%. Agritourism is also good for the territory. For every 100 euros spent by guests, another 40 euros are invested in fruition experiences offered by the place, from food and wine to artistic and cultural attractions, sports and adventure. Also, according to the study, 6 out of 10 Italians, about 62%, grow fruits, vegetables or herbs in gardens, terraces and urban vegetable gardens. Among those with a green thumb, just over 50% of people use their own garden or vegetable garden, 32% take advantage of the balcony or terrace instead, a 15% who make do with their window will still stands out, but the rest resort to small plots. Not to be forgotten is the aspect of urban gardens, an opportunity made available by local authorities from the north to the south of Italy in almost three out of four provincial capitals. The municipalities of Bologna and Parma in Emilia Romagna and then Verona in Veneto take the podium of the most virtuous. But agriculture in Italy also meets innovation. Italian scientists have built a robot with the shape of a seed and with the ability to explore the soil based on humidity changes. Based on a type of geranium, it is made of biodegradable materials and is able to move within the surrounding environment without requiring batteries or other external sources of energy. The iSeed is the first 3D printed seed robot and was created at the Istituto Italiano di Tecnologia. The artificial seed is capable of transforming itself and moving around the environment autonomously and may find applications in various fields, from environmental monitoring to reforestation. <clears throat> Data from the 2022 tax returns show that the total income declared by Italians in 2021 amounting to more than 912.4 billion euros, 47 billion more than the previous year, plus 5.5%, for an average value of 22,540 euros for each Italian, up 4.5% from the average value in 2020. The dynamics of total income reflect the increase in incomes due to the post-COVID economic recovery, but it is a recovery that once again has seen an acceleration, especially in the north. The region with the highest average total income is Lombardy, 26.620 euros, followed by the autonomous province of Bolzano, while Calabria has the lowest average income, 16.300 euros. Thus, while it is true that in 2021, on average, the incomes of Italians have increased, at the same time, the gap between central and northern regions and southern regions has widened further. Lombardy is also the region with the highest growth in its citizens' incomes in 2021 compared to 2020. <coughs> 
the other regions growing more than the national average are Liguria and Tuscany, <coughs> followed by Veneto and Marche. Emilia Romagna and Piedmont also record growth that exceeds the Italian average. Southern regions, on the other hand, all had income growth below the national average. And speaking of tax returns, an Italian journalist has measured the instructions for the 2022 tax return. By lining up all the instructions, it takes 128 meters or 420 feet. Compared to 10 years ago, this length has almost doubled, although in the Italian governments of the last 10 years there has often been a ministry for simplification, which actually failed. This is why I always tell you that one of the main problems in Italy is bureaucracy. Also, there are problems in Italy over the European Recovery Plan, which allocated more than 220 billion euros from Europe to Italy to make reforms and to renew infrastructure and processes in our country. Italy is lagging behind and is negotiating with Europe to try not to miss the 19 billion installment that expired on December 31 last year, without Italy meeting all 55 promised targets, while we are working on meeting the 27 targets due next June 30. According to the Italian government's latest economic and financial document, delays and snags that have prevented the use of all available funds have diminished the impact of the European plan on our GDP. The contribution to domestic product growth was supposed to be 0.7 points and instead was reduced to a much more modest 0.1. This year things should be better and the recovery plan should contribute plus 0.8 to growth, increasing previous, previous estimates of plus 0.6 by a couple of decimals, but it is not certain that this jump will occur. <coughs> the rating agency Moody's in its, in its next report due in mid-May may lower its rating on Italian debt with negative effects of the value of Italian bonds and does on yields given the huge amount of public debt. Figure out, Italy will pay more than 70 billion euros in interest alone this year from about 60 of last year. And given also the uncertainties related to the actual ability to use recovery plan money. There are several reasons for these problems, but they do not affect all sectors touched by the plan. As far as culture is concerned, Italy is not only perfectly in line with the plan, but also ranks first in Europe despite being the country that receives the largest share of the recovery plan and therefore is also the one that has to do more than other countries. <clears throat> now in this space I sometimes tell you about what is the talk of the day in Italy. And for the past few days almost everyone here has expressed their opinion about the marketing campaign funded by the Italian Ministry of Tourism, whose protagonist is Botticelli's Venus in a modern-day influencer version. <clears throat> there have certainly been several mistakes in the campaign, some really unacceptable, but just as unacceptable have been many very bad criticisms based on nonsense. The campaign is set to be offered in more than 30 countries around the world, and it is almost uh, it almost seems like too many people have taken advantage of this situation to vent and criticize, criticize regardless. I like Botticelli's Venus as a young influencer, but beyond my opinion, I wish it was possible to do a campaign to promote our country without having nastiness and criticism for the sole reason that some, something new was tried. Also because I'm sure if a classic campaign had been done, there would have been many who would have complained and vented about the lack of innovation. Nothing ever goes right, unfortunately, for too many Italians. Now you, if you want, please, please come to Italy, please come visit us. 
whether you like the new promotion campaign or not. We are waiting for you. It's all for now. It's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We The Italian News. Stay safe. Take care. Ciao from Rome.